And we're back at this again. Um, two Nomads. Uh, before we begin, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported Two Nomads. So, um, two Nomads and the Gospel Emphasis so far. We've had a great turnout um, for our first month, the month of love, which was February, and um, Suffering, which is out now in March. Um, we just want to say thank you again for supporting us and supporting this 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 mission to uh, give theologically sound material to Christians everywhere and also to anyone in the world um, so that they can see the love of Christ and that everything you do in your life um, is a spillover from the gospel. Amen, so thank amen. you once again. Uh, as we roll into our next topic, I have a quote to read. So a global poll conducted by Gallup um, uncovered that out of the world's 1 billion full-time workers, only 15% of people are engaged at work, meaning that 85% of people are unhappy at their jobs. So as we start with that, our topic for today is purpose. We're looking at what is purpose, maybe calling, um, and what does that mean for us in the 21st century? And how does that look? And even some of the subtleties and nuances that we experience with that um, entire phrase or word. All right, so I guess we get right into it. Looking at the word purpose, um, I just searched it up on Bing and it says, the purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So I'll say it again. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So when I talk about purpose, I liken it to a business because I'm an accountant. So I, I, I look at a lot of stuff through the business lens per se. And when I when I think about purpose, I think your purpose would be your vision statement for a business. Like why do we open up the why do we open up this business? And outside of just we open up this business to make money, but it's more like if we look at a company's vision statement, it's like we wanna be the best burger company in this region or we wanna be the best hairstyle salon on NASA, stuff like that. And so that in mind, we look at it more so like on a micro level, on a micro level. And it's like, why are you here? Why do you exist, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Why do I exist? Mm-hmm. Like, what is our purpose in life? So purpose is bigger than just the day in, day out. It's, it's bigger than the day in, day out, but it affects the day in, day out. Okay, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think... The more common understanding or the more frequent way the word purpose is being used mm-hmm. isn't really consistent with that definition that we just found down being. Because when people speak about purpose, they speak about you controlling where you work, you controlling, like, yeah, it, it mainly focuses on you controlling and then you just add whatever on the end. So people try to find their purpose in like parenting, which parenting in and of itself is not a bad thing, but people try to find their purpose in parenting. People try to find their purpose in their career mm-hmm. and their career path and their career, like wherever they work. Mm-hmm. So basically purpose is detached from something. Okay. So as Christians, mm-hmm. we do everything we, we don't just live morally upright lives because it looks good. Mm-hmm. 
we live these lives in relation to who God is because mm-hmm. we've met the true and living God. Mm-hmm. So the way you're describing purpose is it almost seems like it's detached from relation to God. It's like find it and then. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so society looks as purpose as something detached from God mm-hmm. and it's very man centered and it's man driven. Mm-hmm. You drive your purpose. You drive um, what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the danger of that is when you have that kind of mindset where you're trying to find purpose in be it like family, work, or material things, that thing you're trying to find purpose in actually becomes your idol mm. and it comes like your master. And, and those type of people, they tend to, you know, mm-hmm. be the worst type of people believe mm-hmm. it or not so i'll give you this example because <clears throat> they have nothing to regulate them so okay um, go ahead. so for example let's say i want to be a good parent mm-hmm. like i said earlier nothing innately evil about wanting to be a good parent right. but when i try to find purpose in being a good parent i tend to idolize my children and so i become overbearing and and just too much for the child because i don't want nothing to happen to my child you mm-hmm. know what i mean so just go you just go too far and then once you go too far on children they tend to push away or rebel or run away etc 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 on the job um mm-hmm. if i find my purpose in being a partner mm-hmm. at a firm then i will do everything i could mm-hmm. to get to that to that partner job mm-hmm. so that means taking you and throwing you under the bus I'll do that. If that means taking the credit instead of sharing the credit to the whole team, I'll do that because I look at that as a way to propel me to mm-hmm. get to what I trying to find my purpose in. Mm-hmm. And so when you find, when you trying to focus on any particular thing to say, this is what I'm going to find my purpose in, mm-hmm. it leads to worship and it leads to you being like really toxic. Mm-hmm. And so the Christian worldview or the Christian view of purpose um, is kind of summarized in the Westminster Shorter Catechism. Mm-hmm. Question one, what's man chief end? Mm-hmm. So the question in itself is saying, what is the purpose of man? Mm-hmm. Anan says to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Mm-hmm. So for example, using the same two examples with parenting and work, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll let you pick up on the work stuff. But all right. My, my purpose now, as a Christian, I'm looking at it. My purpose is to glorify God. So, as a Christian father, mm-hmm. it glorifies God for me to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. So, I could still be a good parent, but because I'm not idolizing my children, I could have, it could, it, I have some kind of regulator. I have some kind of boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so, I wouldn't be an overbearing parent, even though I want to be a good parent or a loving parent. I'd still step back when it's time to tap, step back. Give grace when it's time to give grace. Be patient when it's time to be patient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so being a Christian and seeking to glorify God in my day-to-day life as a parent actually makes me a better parent. As a coworker now or as a colleague, as a person in the job field, I approach the job saying, I'm doing this to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So now... As a worker, I'm working good. I'm I'm trying to put my best foot forward. I'm actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm glorifying God in my work. Right. If I'm uh, a supervisor, I'm looking to help people under me. I'm trying to, I, I show them grace. I be patient with them. I don't throw them under the bus. I don't take all the credit for myself. Instead, I do the opposite. I share the cre- I share the credit. If somebody mess up, I kind of help them build them up instead of tearing them down. So approaching my work as I'm doing this to glorify God makes me a better worker than the person who idolizes the job and who wants like who finding their purpose in the job in and of itself. Right. Which is which is interesting because if we go back to the secular view or the view in our hemisphere or in our sphere in the Bahamas concerning purpose. Um, if we try to find it in other things and we go, you know, put it at the backdrop of that quote I just read where 85% of people are disengaged or unhappy, mm-hmm. then saying find and purpose and work mm-hmm. then may, leaves you scratching your head, mm-hmm. you know, because those people aren't engaged at all. Mm-hmm. So I like what you're saying with if we no, we may not have the the job we went to college for or what we'd actually like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are in the, the jobs they want to do. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. may have missed, you know, the interview, et cetera. Um, you're saying that whether I like the job or not, um, it doesn't mean, you know, if I'm totally terrible, you know, if I'm miserable, don't present it to God. But whatever job I have, I do it to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So I interact with my colleagues in a way that shows love to my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I interact with my supervisor in a way that shows love and respect to him mm-hmm. as an authority figure for the for the next On eight the hours mm-hmm. over me, right? Um, and if if I want to leave, I would hopefully do that respectfully yeah, as well. And, and you, interestingly enough, you went exactly to where I was thinking just mm-hmm. now. Because you, you're doing your job to the glory of God, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you shouldn't leave your job. Right. It's just the way you go about it would be different. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't, you ain't leaving a job trying to burn bridges and, yeah. and stuff like that. You're still leaving respectfully. You're still being cordial. You're still showing love to these people. You're still showing grace to these people, mm-hmm. even though you leave in a bad situation to a situation you think would be better for you. Whether it's it frees up more time for you, whether mm-hmm. it's it just pays you more money, whether it's you're working in a job that's not your major and now you want to transfer to something in your major. Mm-hmm. Like you can still do all of that and still be glorifying God. It's just the way you go about it mm-hmm. and how you how you treat the situation. So yeah, you was hitting you was hitting the nail on the head actually. And I think too, when you look at some people might listen and think, um, well, you're saying my job has a higher purpose than me. It does. Um, whether I'm sweeping floors or I am, you know, cashing big checks. Um, when we do that to the glory of God, it says that this has a higher purpose than myself. Mm-hmm. And if that's the purpose, then it does two things. One, it regulates me. Mm-hmm. And then two, it, it it knocks off that thought of I have to find my purpose. Mm-hmm. No, your purpose is constant. Mm-hmm. Your purpose is constant. And I want to, my, my chief end is to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. So when I when I step foot on this job, I do the best that I can do. Mm-hmm. If I need help, ask for assistance, you know, try to keep peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it just, it takes the the finding out of what seems to be the, the finding and the purpose that is so talked about, you know, yeah, in the world. Yeah, you're spitting right now. So. Um, a quote, well, a paraphrase mm. from Timothy Keller on something kind of similar. Um, he said, if you try to find your purpose in work, when you do good, 
it goes to your head and when you do bad it goes to your heart and essentially what he's getting at is if i'm idolizing the job if something goes good i'm on top of the mountain if something goes bad i'm in depression because i'm in like deep depression right because you know you're thinking about your whole life you're thinking I'm a, about your whole life that's my mm-hmm. purpose and i'm feeling, feeling at my it. purpose right and so the difference is when you looking at god and you're saying i'm doing this to the glory of god when you do good you give glory to god when you fail you know that you have a gracious and a loving god who will pick you up mm-hmm. and love you and then you have brothers and sisters in the community mm-hmm. who will love you and love on you and help you mm-hmm. when you fall when you fallen down exactly and like so that. it's like a real like looking at god and giving glory to god and what you do especially when it comes to stuff like work it really keeps you even keel and so it's like you ain't going on those high roller coaster going all the way to the mountain and deep in the valley right. back and forth back and forth but it's more constant it's more consistent and it's better for you and it's better for the people around you yeah when you're looking at life that way right and so i think yeah i think that was really really good when, when keller said it i was like that was really good so basically purpose so no one needs to find that purpose mm-hmm. you already um, have your purpose right it's already it was given to you mm-hmm. um for those who are believers mm-hmm. um so what do we do with calling? What no. do you think that is? Is that something different? Is that something? Because purpose, purpose is constant, right? Purpose is constant. His chief end is to give glory to God, mm-hmm. right? That's my purpose. What about calling? Is that different, the same? So it's different, but it's related. Okay. So your calling, your calling may be something you have to seek. I, I would say calling is something you have to find because... Um, your calling is what you use to carry out your purpose. Okay. So your purpose is to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Your calling is the gifts, the various gifts that God bless you with for you to carry out your purpose. Oh, sorry. And those would be more so in the church, though. That could be uh, in the church, and it could also be on in, the job. On the job. So I'll give an example of a really easy one. Mm-hmm. So singing. Okay. You find out that you have this gift of singing. Your singing now would be what you use or what you primarily use to give glory to God. So you go in like a singing ministry. You could be an artist. You could be a gospel artist. So you're still making money from it. It's your job. And it's still glorifying God. You could be, you know, a regular break and scrape artist. Um, but once you carry out the same mindset we was talking about earlier on the job, you carry out that same mindset into whatever field it is. It still brings glory to God, but it's just that specific tool that you use to carry it out. But as it as it relates to as it relates to like the church, like in the church structure, right? Because I have a I have a hard time with something you mentioned. Yeah, Go ahead. when I look at it, when I look at it as a in the church structure, I'm thinking like your spiritual gifts. Okay. So some people have a gift of of preaching. Some people just have a gift of teaching. Right. Gotcha. And so. Those people would be the ones who teach. Okay. Some people have a, a gift with like hearing good. So they'd be like on an audio team who make sure the audio is really good. Some people are musicians. They use that. Some people, um, I think of all the, the spiritual gifts that were listed. Administration. Some people get administration mm-hmm. to make sure everything run in order. Mm-hmm. So, would, so 
then calling is would you say there's two types of calling there's general calling mm-hmm. and then specific calling like yeah. a general which you know share the word of god mm-hmm. um he called people to himself mm-hmm. um and then there's like you've been called like you're now a part of the household of faith okay i understand where you're going mm-hmm. um the calling to which you 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 speaking about more similar to like romans 8 ish okay um, mm-hmm. where it's like those who may for no if he does any if he does any call etc etc so what you're speaking about is sharing the word of god mm-hmm. so in that sense there's two callings there's the general calling as the effectual call mm-hmm. okay. but yeah but what i was speaking more to was more related to like gifts and talents okay okay yeah so your gifts and your talent would essentially be your calling this is something so you look at some people for example lebron james you can look at lebron and be like this man was born to be an athlete his height his weight and how he like you know so you be, you just look at him even before he was really into like working out mm-hmm. you look at him like at call at high school level and what's not you're like okay this kid was born to play basketball okay and so when i think about calling as it relates to purpose mm-hmm. then that's more other other framework that okay. i was talking about yeah. okay okay i get that um yeah so as we branch off from purpose to calling the spiritual gifts the spiritual gifts you said would assist in the calling in church right the spiritual gifts is your calling and it will assist in the worship like the just the church itself okay mm-hmm. so for example i'm not a good singer mm-hmm. i shouldn't be in the choir i shouldn't be leading praise and worship okay that's just, that's just not me you know i may be good with kids okay. so i could go in the nursery and run the nursery whilst you know church going on i may be good at teaching so i could do sunday school etc 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 I could. I'm, I'm an accountant, mm-hmm. so I'm good with record keeping and, and stuff like that. I could be the one who either keeping the church records, or I could be the person who setting like controls in place to make sure nobody coming in the church and stealing money. Mm-hmm. So there's various thing. There's various gifts that God blesses with that we could use for the glory of God and for the edification of the body. Okay. Okay, so another thing we could talk about is um, how some ways in which we could find our purpose. Oh, sorry, some ways we could find our <laughs> calling, right? Um, yeah, so what do you have to say concerning that? Um, as it relates to like finding your calling or trying to find out what your gift is, mm-hmm. um, one of the things you could do is just look at things that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. That's one good way. Um, another one is look at things that come easy to you, like something that you don't have to struggle to perform, mm-hmm. um, something that you're willing to sacrifice for. Okay. Uh, and then um, it could be something, yeah, I said that you enjoy, something you're willing to sacrifice for. It could also be um, people who you want to serve. Like if you find like a group of people that you really attach to, like you really, really care about this group of people. Mm-hmm. It may be a calling to serve that community or serve those specific set of people, you know. 
and so those are just um some ways you can go about like just finding out what's the calling or how can i serve got you so quick recap um our purpose is to give glory to god mm-hmm. so our purpose is constant um, and that then affects and regulates how we do everyday life mm-hmm. on, on the job, at home, at church, um, in social circles, etc. And we move to our calling. Mm-hmm. And you said our calling is? Would we use to carry out our purpose? Gotcha. And then last but not least would be some ways in which we could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, finding things that we are drawn to, a group of people that we may um, have a liking to. Um, and just flexing those and using those to, to the glory of to God. The glory of God. Amen. I get that. Okay. And um, yeah, with that, I think we, we've, we've covered enough on purpose and calling for, for, for to nomads. Mm-hmm. But before we, before we end that though, I would say this for those who may be, you know, kind of fed up with their job that they have now. Um, I think the scripture that comes to my mind is the anger of man doesn't produce the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. So, we may be, you know, kind of tired mm-hmm. and angry with how things are done. Mm-hmm. I would say create a plan, practically create a plan that gets me out of here. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're on jobs because of responsibility, salary, um, even fear of the unknown, fear of right? Living. Especially now in the in COVID, the, in, the in the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, jobs may be scarce um, depending on where you live and depending on, you know, what is mm-hmm. what, what effects it has had on your region. Um but I would say create a plan and then put in that two week notice yeah. um, after you've you've gotten to where you need to be. Um, but I'd say actively search for other actively jobs search. or step into where you what you actually wanted to do um, so that you you and your dependents are OK for some time. At yeah. least. I think especially especially if you are like um, married or you have kids, mm-hmm. I think you should really like be intentional about it. So if you feel like um, you want to leave your job, one way you could do is you could start to save up. So as you looking for a new job, mm-hmm. you have enough money so you could be able to meet your needs for your family. You right. know what I mean? At least six months. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three to six months. Maybe about three months. Three months. I think six months is a lot. It is. Yeah. yeah. So maybe three months. And or like, if you're looking for another job, mm-hmm. um, still perform on the job that you want because remember that's to the glory of God. But um, after you got checked, after you get accepted at the new job, put in your two weeks. Yeah. So it could be a more smoother transition. Yeah. To the new job and it wouldn't like affect your family life in right. the process. And a respectful transition. And so a respectful one as for well. Those at work. Yeah. yeah. So with that, thank you all for listening to Two Nomads. Um, And we can't wait for you to tune in again. Amen.